सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यम करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमाविद्विषावहै ओम शांति 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 नम श्री शंकरानंदगुरुपादाबुजन्मने सविलास महामोहग्रहग्रासकर्मणे सो नौ वी हेव सीन दट दिस जीवद्वैत दि जीवाज सृष्टि और द जीवाज ड्यूएलिटी is indeed the cause of bondage and so in other words what is jiva's duality one's own mental projections are the cause of bondage natu not indeed something that is the material world or the empirical world so in other words to put it technically we have the cause of bondage as being pratibhasikam one's own subjective perceptions not vyavaharika not the projected world by ishvara and how to get over the pratibhashika you know we have to put ourselves one has to put oneself on a diet of paramarthika and that, and how is that done through knowledge what is through uh, through uh, you know assimilating this knowledge there is no other way and uh, so now as soon as it said it's the mental world that's the cause of sorrow then we are immediately reminded of what in verse number 36 we are reminded of our buddhist friends the world is the cause of sorrow <laughs> your mind is what is causing sorrow no mind no sorrow <laughs> so therefore therefore what do you have to do mano nasha destroy the mind because the mind is you know see for them there is you know ever see it's very interesting because the the buddhist position especially the what is it called the extreme uh, buddhist position which is called uh, now it is called what is that the in thailand it's practiced theravada and uh, various uh, vadas like that and in uh, adi shankara's time and uh, vidyaranya swami ji's time there was one kshanika vijnana vadin i think now it is rebranded as theravada and this kshanika vijnana vadin is somebody to be wary of because this uh, particular philosophy has some similarities with vedanta it looks like they are going on the same you know track but real, really speaking they are not so the mind is chanchala keeps going from thought to thought and the vedantin says yeah that is true mind is of course you know it goes all over the place okay point number 1 of similarity and then point number 2 the whole world is mithya <laughs> I mean the the Shankara Vijnana people don't know the meaning. They don't have the exact same meaning of mithya as we do, but they use the word. This is mithya. For us, that which is mithya, yad yad mithya, tat tat sat. That which is mithya is non-separate from sat, because the mithya which is the 
leaning, you know, the, the, the jagat which is leaning on that adhishthana, you know, whenever you see mithya, the, you, you, you are in touch with the adhishthana, the source. So you can't look at a leaning jagat without looking at the source. Just like, you know, you need a rope to sustain the snake. And you need a mother of pearl to sustain the uh, illusion or the visual of there being a piece of silver on the beach. So similarly, without the Adhishthana, which is Brahman, which is Ishvara, which is the uh, Satchidananda Atma, there is no possibility of the Jagat, you know, just being by itself. So that is our understanding of Mithya. For the Vijnanavadi, the Mithya means everything that is, you know, everything that does not have a basis to stand on. And we say, yeah, Mithya doesn't have a basis to stand on. But you see, we cannot be compelled into the Vijnanavadi's thinking because this Vijnanavadi, for this Vijnanavadi, for the Buddhist, there is no Satyam. <laughs> Only Mithya, no Satyam. Ayyo, what kind of a philosophy is this? If there is Mithya without Satyam, then Mithya itself becomes Satyam. <laughs> ah. All the time you are trying to remove the cause of sorrow by removing the things in the universe or by saying that everything is destroyed, this is not right, this is not right and you know, everything is affected by the mind so you have to remove the mind and then, uh, so what do you do, you know, you just keep meditating and and they also have some concept of moksha, nirvana, whatever and uh, and then they feel like everything is impermanent and the Vedantin says, yes, everything is impermanent but there are major differences because there is no satyam so, there is, you know, in, in other words, this Kshanika Vijnanavadi, this particular objector who is going to come in verse number 36, has no Paramarthika, no Satyam, and no Vyavaharika, because the Vyavaharikam Jagat is only seen as a mental, you know, is, is, is made up. It's just little sparks of consciousness that are there, which is the truth of the uh, human being, is various sparking consciousness. And that's why the Jagat appears and then disappears, appears and disappears. So the Jagat is not real and the mind is not real and everything is subjective. So there is no Vyavaharika. You know, there is no empirical reality and there is of course no Paramarthika because there is no God, there is no Ishvara, there is no Brahman, there is nothing that is permanent. And this I is equal to the mind, that is number three we have to see. So if I is equal to the mind, then what rules? Pratibhasikam rules. <laughs> Everything is a mental impression. And so you see, this is a very dangerous philosophy. I don't know how, you know, how they persist. I went to, uh, you know, one uh, Theravada University and Chula uh, uh, Longcorn something in Bangkok. And then, you know, and then they had a conference. I was with Pujya Swamiji and they had a conference. And in this conference, Pujya Swamiji also talked. And But before that, so many other, uh, you know, it's, it's a university full of monks. Actually, it's beautiful because all the teachers are monks and all the students are brahmacharis. So it's like a, you know, Theravada university, Buddhist university. And uh, so they're all in their uh, oranges and yellow robes. It was just a visual feast. 
so then you know they had organized this and then you know the you know the abbot of the uh, college the the university the principal abbot you know stood up at the podium <laughs> and said you know this is all whatever you know this is we are very happy to have uh, uh, you know revered swami dayananda at our in our midst and he is going to speak about vedanta we are going to have a nice discussion and all these things and then you know um, he gave a nice introduction and then you know he he uh, the, he introduced swami ji and then swami ji gave a talk which they did not like at all naturally because swami ji was talking about the what is the status of the seer you cannot negate the seer because what are you left with ultimately when you see something you know you you have to be able to be cognizant of the fact that the seer and the seen do not occupy the same uh, you know order of reality the scene comes and goes the scene changes and uh, you know pun intended s c e n e and s e e n both like if the scene keeps changing but the seer is permanent and then when the scene is dismissed the seer remains as in there is nothing to see the seer still remains who is that nothing the seer cannot be nothing because you know the seer is never seen so the seer cannot be objectified but that doesn't mean the seer is non-existent this was the sum total of Pooja Swamiji's talk and then you know then somebody else was supposed to speak and that scholar was still sitting and the abbot got up again and said in any case we enjoyed his talk it was nice but don't take it so too seriously because the talk is also mithya <laughs> so you know he was in a bind he he was afraid that all his students all the students that were studying there you know would be their their buddhi would become bhrashta bhrashta means they would be derailed from you know seeing the whole world and themselves uh, you know the mind also is mithya the mind is equal to i so everything is mithya there is no satyam and so now you know this Vijnanavadi has arrived into the book here because this was one of the sparring partners in those times and this has to be dismissed this, you know vis-a-vis -vis Vedanta because as I said it looks very similar but it is not and so let us look at his argument There's the first line is his argument and then the second line is the dismissal so a little small objection one line objection one line response and the vijnanavadi runs away because there is nothing more to say vijnanavado bahyartha vayarthyadsyadi heti chet nahridyakaram adhatum bahyasyapekshitatvataha Vijnanavado Bahyartha Vayarthyatsyadi Heti Chet Nahridyakaram Adhatum Bahyasyapekshitatvataha So the first line, Vijnanavadaha, you know, Vijnanavadaha, you know, is what here it means you know that everything is just a subject pure subjectivity so it is subjectivity here you know uh, uh, 
So in that case, the Vijnanavadi is saying, welcome, you know, we are going to throw you a party because you have joined our ranks. You, you have a label now, you know, hello, you know, my name is so and so and I am a Vijnanavadin. You are going to get a little label, you know, just like when you go to a party to mingle with strangers, you put a board, you know, with your name on it, you put a little label. So you stick this label here. What is your name? Oh, your name is so-and-so? Okay. Hello, so-and-so. Hello, John Doe. Um, you know, welcome. And welcome to our party. And you are a newly minted Vedantin because look at your where you have arrived. You too are saying that the cause of bondage is mental. You know what? We also say that. And we, we, you also say that the material world has nothing to do with sorrow, with bondage. We also say that, that you are the cause, the mind is the cause of the sorrow. We are also saying that. So welcome to our ranks, shake hand, you know, namaste, please come on, have something to eat. Of course, it's all mithya, but enjoy yourself. And then, you know, uh, and he says that this pure, this sounds like pure idealism, Vijnanavadaha, Vai Bahyartha Vaiyarthat. Bahyartha means the outside world, material world. Vaiyartha means Vyartha, because you also have arrived at the uselessness of the material world. Hello, that is our first premise that there is no material world and of course you took a little time because you seem to be a little you know <laughs> what, what should I say you know not the not the sharpest uh, you know pencil in the room and uh, so therefore you took a little time so we already said this mental world is non-existent you took a little time First you establish the mental world with your Ishvara, sorry, first you establish the material world with your own Ishvara projecting the material world. And then you said the material world, you know, is, is, is doesn't even matter because it's all about, uh, you know, the mental world that causes the sorrow. So you had to, you know, uh, feed yourself like this, you know, in a, a, a what is that, indirect way. We directly went to this, came to this conclusion. Welcome, doesn't matter how you came. Like I said, you're not the brightest bulb in the room. But anyhow, welcome, you have come to us. Because, you know, Bahyartha Vayartham Syat. Vayartham means uselessness of the outside world has been established by you. Iha iti, iha means in this in this argument, you know, with the with the sun having gone away and this uh, rumor mill uh, person, rumor monger or this gossip uh, uh, gossipy person comes and says that your son has died, the son is very much alive and the father breaks down in grief, the parents break down in grief and so, uh, so because of this example, you yourself are saying, that whatever is happening in the outside world is useless, A, and therefore B, the outside world is non-existent. And then, so therefore what, you know, welcome to our ranks because we also say that there is no outside world, there is no Vyavaharikam Jagat, of course there is no Pratibhasika, Paramarthika, 
there is no absolute reality there is no material reality or empirical reality all that is there is the subjective reality yippee you are also joining us and the response is what na <laughs> push back from the vedantin no that is not the case my dear sir madam whoever you are you know you are mistaken why because you know because one question we have to ask all right you keep talking about how there is only the mental world and the mental world is comprised you know comprises what comprises fear sorrow pain and you know all kinds of impressions and what are these fear sorrow pain based on they are based on impressions like for example even the cows you know have a mental world this is de- this is demonstrated in the adhyasa bhashya of adi shankara introduction to the uh, what is it called brahma sutras and in the adhyasa bhashya adi shankara says that even the cows have a mental world why because you approach the cow with a bunch of you know green grass or some nice uh, palak you know spinach or something some greenery and then the cow you know you know says oh ho this is trinapanihi this person is a grass uh, you know what is that uh, grass holder and let me approach the grass holder why because i would like to have the grass and from pe- previous experience i know that the person holding the grass the feeder is separate from the beater why because the one who who beats you know will not have grass in the hand what will he or she have they will have a nice fat stick in the hand yeah a nice club in the hand so the first you know so at first the cow approaches the grass holder correct because it has a mental world it has made an inference based on that mental world because it's not making an inference based on the physical world it's as much an inference a physical world it is seeing what it is seeing is a grass wielding person and what it is thinking is that let me approach him because he or she is safe and then you know as the cow is approaching what does the grass wielder with a with a cruel mind do hides the grass and takes out the club <laughs> sad for the cow and then what does the cow do the cow says oh oh big mistake i made that assumption that this is a kind person who is going to feed me has departed so the cow sees the stick exactly in the same place where the grass was and the cow makes a u turn and runs back into its pen ah so what is happening here you know so the cow's mental world went into overdrive and first it saw the grass bearer and thought this is a bearer of good news and then it thought, saw the actually the grass wielder turning into a club holder in a matter of seconds and then oh oh wrong assumption and then it made a about face and went ran back ran away so first it up, up, approached the gra- what it thought was the grass holder and then when it saw that the grass holder is actually wanting to beat it with a club then it avoided the grass holder what does this show 
that you know oh this shows that cows are capable of inference you know and uh, that's not what it shows and it may show that but what is relevant here what does it show it shows that the cow has had previous experiences in order to have a mental world of activity inference approach avoid decision making so the decision making faculty in the mind how do you decide that this is safe and this is unsafe i'm going to go here but i'm going to avoid that oh that person oh that person you know is approaching me in the party and they all want to just keep on gossiping i have recently started to study vedanta i am not into gossip and so i am going to avoid them how do you make this how do you come to the conclusion and then you you will have to say of course because of previous experiences even the vigyanavadin will say why the cow has had previous experiences where it got a nice thrashing because of the club wielding person and where it got a nice uh, you know palak uh, you know spinach lunch because of the grass bearing person so it has had previous experiences and then the vedantin has to jump in and say are these previous experiences also mental <laughs> no <laughs> the previous experiences have to do with a encounter with the material world so the material world is the basis of the impressions of the mind uh, you know in terms of memory confusion smriti bhranti pain sorrow etc is based on conclusions yes they are wrong conclusions but those conclusions are not possible it's not possible to come to a wrong conclusion without any adhishthana adhishthana means what without any basis so without anything upon which the conclusion rests the conclusion cannot rest you know cannot be restless or without anashrita it cannot have a place uh, or it cannot have a place of you know no refuge it has to have a refuge where does this conclusion rest i mean scientifically also we say what is the proof for the cow's conclusion of running away well the cows ha- cows have had these kinds of experiences it is very clear now are these experiences are also mental did the cow imagine a grass wielding fellow and then a lady with a big club no it didn't imagine and even if it had imagined what is the basis of that imagination it must have seen it was so the, that you know uh, that's why adi shankara makes this very important point puro avasthite vishaye eva you know janaha adhyasyanti so even for a confused adhyasyanti means even for a confused projection to be cast out like to see the 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 snake in in, in place of what we have to ask ha so you can't see a snake when there is no snake you can't see a snake if you see a snake there is a thread a hose pipe a rope or something even for the mistake there should be a basis and so the material world becomes the basis for the mental activity and the wrong understanding of the material world is the cause of sorrow this is the response a very powerful and simple but very profound response given by the vedantin 
where you know uh, I lost the text somewhere hang on uh, you know so right here in this in the second line na very simple uh, you know this uh, um, simple uh, pushback first pushback is what na not not so why is it not so why do you say it, uh, it is not so it is not so because you know this is hridakara uh, vastu so hridakara vastu means hridyakaram hridyakara uh, vastu so if it is just a heart you know made world meaning a subjective world so okay you say that the whole world is subjective what we say is that there cannot be a subjective world without an objective you know without an objective ashraya how can you have a subjective world you know how is that even possible to have a subjective world there should be something upon which the subjective world of impressions you know fears sorrow rests so hridyakaram hridyakara vastu vastu we should see you know vastuni uh, you know adhatum adhatum means to to overlay to place you know bahyasya apeksha apekshitatvat or bahyasya apekshitatvatah same thing fifth case here so the outside world or the material world is expected there is an expectation that the material world is exists because of which i am even having the privilege of being able to be confused about it you know why do i see you know the 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 snake because there is a rope or a hose pipe or a piece of garland or string whatever there should be something upon which to overlay the mental world and the mental world of impressions usually wrong impressions etc memories etc are formed because of the existence of the material world so you cannot say that the material world is non existent but then you know the vijnanavadi uses a very interesting term he says bahyartha vayarthyat vayarthat means there is no utility of the material world in fact we also same thing that the outside world has no use and so you are also talking just like us so therefore we are welcoming you into our ranks and this this topic of uselessness of the outside world is taken up in a very interesting way in verse number 37 which is a kind of a continued response that starts from the line 2 of verse number 36 let us look at that vayarthyamastu va bahyam navarayitumishmahe vayarthyamastu va bahyam नवारयितुमीष्महे प्रयोजनमपेक्षन्ते नमानानीतिहि स्थितिहि प्रयोजनमपेक्षन्ते नमानानीति नमानानीहि नमानानीतिहि स्थितिहि टू मेनी ईज ओवर देयर सो एनीवे सो ही सेज 
that you are talking about the usefulness of the outside world and in your philosophy the outside world doesn't exist at all and therefore you are projecting your philosophy on vedanta and you are saying you are just like us because for you also the outside world is non you know as good as non existent because it is not useful you know what of what use is the outside world for the jignasu you know in fact every you know every upanishad says go inward <laughs> you know and antaratman ichhan you know go inward seek the pratyagatma seek the uh, atma within in the, the source of happiness is 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 you and uh, you know it is the, the outside world is in fact a big spoof it's a distraction from you know from all these things so you also keep saying the same thing so therefore we should talk about the utility of the outside world because if you look at the framing of the question in the in the first uh, you know in the first line of verse 36 what does it say it says that the vayarthakyat bahyarthasya bahyarthasya vayarthakyat you are also vijnanavadins because of the uselessness of the so called outside world we also say that the outside world is as good as non existence i mean we say it's totally non existent and you say it is not useful for the mumukshu jignasu and so there are actually two objections hidden there because of this you know the because of this uh, what is that uh, uh, hot coal word you know a kind of a buzzword that the outside world is useless and this is often the charge leveled on the vedantin that you know vedanta would be wonderful if at least they accepted the outside world and the fact that we people living in the world have to pay our bills there we have some you know duties and we have some things you can't just deny the outside world and vedantins are what mayavadins everything is illusion everything is a delusion in fact this is a objection from the rest of the people who don't understand vedanta this is an objection that is leveled against vedanta and so therefore that aspect of this objection this purely this word bahyarthasya vayarthakyam the uselessness of the outside world is taken up in verse number 37 and swami vidyaranya says astu so be it you know let the outside world let you continue to think in other words that you think that we think that the outside world is useless does not bother us even the slightest bit you know what we don't even feel like coming to our defense let the outside world be useful uh, sorry useless vayartham vayarthyam means uselessness astu may the outside world be useless va or you can see or you can take it this way va bahyasya vayartham astu let it be use, useless if you say it is useless let it be useless for us what is useless is to continue to spar with you <laughs> that is that is definitely useless whether the outside world is useful or useless we don't even want to get into that what is useless right now is my wasting words trying to defend myself from you therefore i am not going to do that 
because that is what is really useless. So let the outside world be useless. So what? Why? Because you know you are debating on the status of the outside world, a world upon which you have no say. <laughs> this is very beautiful. <laughs> you know. So whether something is useful or useless, or vayarthakyam, you can also take it as an extension because the Vijnanavadin says non-existent. So whether something is non-existent or existent, when does the question arise? When you can actually, you know, do something about it. So even though the, the outside world is supposedly non-existent for you, still it is creating problems. <laughs> How can a non-existent thing create problems? Ayyo! You are in hot water. You say the outside world is non-existent. Still you say, I am sad. That is the whole crux of Vijnanavada because they have moksha, they have sorrow. So if, if why do you need moksha? If there is no outside world, there is no bondage. We, you know, so then, no, 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 it's the mental world. Okay, then if the outside world is non-existent, then, you know, anarthakyam, so there is no cause, there is no need for, there is no need to, uh, you know, talk about it at all, you know. If the outside world is no not there, then why are you sitting and crying? You know, you are crying because of mental uh, problems, yes, mental impressions, whatever it is. But the, we have already pointed out that the mental impressions are, are resting on that adhishthana of the outside world being filtered through ragadveshas being assimilated improperly through the through the whole uh, filtration system of the jiva which is raga dvesha you know papa punya all these things so the wrong assimilation or the wrong taking in of the outside world is causing sorrow not the world itself but you say the outside world is useless we say let it be useless. You say the outside world is non-existent. You know, we say, all right, if you think it is non-existent, we, we are not concerned with that at all. Why? Because the truth of the outside world, uh, you know, aka empirical reality is that whether it exists or not doesn't matter because you don't have a say over it. Can you remove the outside world? No. <laughs> You can close your eyes and not look at something, but you cannot deny that it is there. So, outside world cannot be removed. This is Vyavaharikam Sat. So, it cannot be established as non-existent, yet it cannot be established as completely existent either. And so, the outside world is Mithya. And this Mithya Bhutam Jagat, starting with your own body-mind-sense complex, you know, doesn't matter if it is useful or useless. Why are you so obsessed with utility value? In any case, you cannot, uh, you know, you cannot uh, make the Jagat into what you want. It has its own reality. It cannot, na varayitum ishmahe. We are unable to remove the outside Jagat. If the outside jagat is the cause of sorrow, it cannot be removed. If the outside jagat is the cause of sorrow, it cannot be affirmed either. And then, you know, and so the, in other words, there is an outside world. 
and whether it is useful or useless is not something that is even worth debating why the second line is going to tell us for one one cause we have seen because it cannot be removed it cannot be falsified so therefore it is not worth debating reason number 1 reason number 2 namanani prayojanam apekshante itihi sthitihi the truth sthiti here means the truth the truth in which you need to abide is that the outside world cannot be negated why because it is affirmed you know in the in the operation of the various means of knowledge through which the outside world comes in the sense organs etc you know they don't look at the question of utility so you don't see a piece of chocolate cake sitting on the table just now it wasn't there suddenly it appeared a piece a nice piece of chocolate cake is sitting on the table you see it you know you don't see it because it is useful <laughs> in fact it is it is a you know it is a, it is triglycerides with a little bit of diabetes on top glaze yeah sugar glaze <laughs> so it's cholesterol with a little bit of you know diabetes on top that's all that is what is the the, the yatharthyam of the the truth of the chocolate cake that's all it is what is there useful about it nothing it's as useful as a heart attack which you don't need so here it is a nice you know big generous piece of chocolate cake not a you know indian chocolate cake you go to an indian cafe you know there are tiny tiny portions you know they don't know how to cut you know you should go to america even europe you know small small mini little things you know that's that's what they are but in america everything is super sized chocolate cake means you should within 15 minutes you should you should have a heart attack otherwise it is not a chocolate cake so here is this chocolate cake it is just you know a bunch of calories you don't need it's a bunch of triglycerides you don't need and with little you know what is that diabetes type 2 on top that is the icing that is what is the icing so it has no utility value correct and especially after let us say after this fellow who is looking at the chocolate cake after the last check up the doctor warned cut down on sweets cut down on fat cut down on calories the doctor everything was borderline that's what the that's what the 40s are all about <laughs> 40s everything is borderline including the personality perhaps so you know everything is borderline you know touch and go touch and go it's it's all in that hazy area so the the, the sugar should be under 100 it is 110 you know not full blown diabetes but then not within the within the range either so the bp should be 120 by 80 but it is 130 by 85 ayyo what to do now and then the triglycerides everything should be under some uh, the, the cholesterol should be under 200 it is 220 the total cholesterol so what to do now <laughs> so it's all in this kind of a intermediate range correct everything is neither here nor there including the brain okay so this is what the 40s is all about so such a person you know just was walking into the room you know and somebody has 
place this mega size chocolate cake and now consciously the person knows that this chocolate cake is not useful for me why because i still have a family to enjoy i have a job that i like uh, you know my children i would like to see them grow up i would like to see grandchildren also and the doctor has given a dire warning because everything is in this hazy you know neither here nor there range all the numbers are off but not so off that one has to be you know the, the, that one is diagnosed with a disease but they are off enough that i need to look at the diet very carefully i have to exercise and to work off this chocolate cake i have to be on the treadmill jogging non stop for 3 days so therefore it has no utility value he knows that and yet his eyes see the chocolate cake correct just because something is not useful you don't stop looking at it you you still see it because the sight taking place is an objective operation of the pramanas if the pramana the means of knowledge is in touch with what is to be known the prameya knowledge will take place definitely you don't see the apple because it is useful to keep the doctor away <laughs> you don't not see the chocolate cake because it has calories you know you don't do that you see it because it is there and this is a nice jab you know he he takes a prong and goads this uh, vigyanavadi who is like a buffalo tamas sitting there not moving you know not moving from uh, uh, their position this vigyanavadi so he takes a little prong and goads this and says look in the matter of the operation of the pramana pramana means the means of knowledge senses etc all that is there is what you know all that needs to be there is something to be known and that something to be known is visible sight will take place that something to be known is audible hearing will take place otherwise you would not you know hear anything bad about yourself but you are just walking you are just you know going from one room to another and suddenly you hear your name some other family members are whispering you hear your name naturally the you stop at the doorway and then you can't help hearing what they say about you and it's not very complimentary who wants to hear not very complimentary things nobody nobody wants to hear that and therefore what but just because it is not useful for you to hear something bad about yourself doesn't mean that you won't hear it knowledge takes place the knowing is not in the hands of the knower the knowing is a connection between the pramana and the prameya the means of knowledge coming into contact with the object of knowledge is all that is needed for the knowledge to take place and we have seen how intricately how the mind with the help of the sense organ uh, uh, whatever is there eye ear etc goes out and wraps as though the you know find feels the information and brings back the information you know vritti vyapti phala vyapti we have seen in detail and for these operations it is not your feeling whether something is useful or not it is not whether you like the chocolate cake or not and you'll only see things that you like not at all you see a pile of rubbish every day you know especially in uh, in india you see the pile of rubbish there and then you are passing through and some horrible garbage smell comes 
you know you you can't uh, wish away the smell it is there and and the nose was there and the smell is picked up sight uh, takes place hearing takes place and what does it mean that hearing takes place sight take pla takes place swami vidyaranya is trying to establish two different things one is that the you know that the operation of the means of knowledge is objective and not dependent upon your likes and dislike so therefore my dear vijnanavadin your mental world of likes and dislikes is immaterial whether you know whether you have likes or dislikes is immaterial because you know whatever you see whatever you you know whatever comes to be known has nothing to do with your mental world so you keep seeing things because the because of the purely scientific connection between the means of knowledge and the object of knowledge so that is the first thing that is being you know established by vidyaranya point 2 is that there is an outside world yes it has a iffy reality it has a reality that is you know it is leaning on the paramarthika on the absolute reality there is an outside world we don't say it's absolute and we don't dismiss it either so that is just nicely biffing the vigyanavadi you know uh, ultimately so that you know Uh, uh you know so the vijnanavadi goes and sits in in the corner to get into some samadhi experience and then what happens <laughs> our own fellow comes in the form of the you know someone close to us comes and mounts another objection ayyo we just have barely finished with one objection that is how vedanta is you know this this these are our sparring partners so that any deep rooted fears and deep rooted you know questions get completely you know what should i say demolished while dealing with these objections so the second objection is is, is what is called friendly fire a very sad expression you know friendly fire where you <laughs> where one is shot by your own friends you know so here this friend is a yogi yogi means patanjali aficionado yoga sutras and you know is he he or she is into samadhi all these things and they mount these these people now in verse number 38 mount an objection and since this is friendly fire so to speak the uh, the objection takes up the whole verse and verse 39 is the response to that objection so let us read that bandhaschen manasam dvaitam tannirodhena shamyati abhya abhyase dyogame vatah brahmajnanena kim vada bandhaschen manasam dvaitam tannirodhena shamyati अभ्यासे 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 किम वद एंड सो दिस 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 यू नो नो नॉट ओनली द विज्ञानवादी योगी चैप्टर फोर ऑफ पंचदशी एंड नाउ द योगी द योगा फेलो हैज अ फ्यू थिंग्स टू से You say that 
the world is you know the, the bondage is because of the mental world or the mental duality or ishvara sorry jiva's duality jiva srishti jiva's projection upon the that which is ishvara's projection jiva's overlay so bandha chet chet means if if the bondage bandha is what manasam dvaitam if the mental duality is the cause of bondage then what you know then you know he says uh, then tan nirodhena shamyati then shamyati means it quietens down the mental you know projections you yourself said they quieten down when the mind is not there in sleep is there a mental projection you yourself said no in dream sorry not dream in in a state of fainting no no mental projections and you also pointed out very kindly dear sir dear sir vidyaranya you pointed out even in the state of samadhi no mental projections and therefore no sorrow because you operated this pedagogical tool called what what was it called huh? who remembers anvaya vyatireka yeah you have to say the two things together yeah that which is constant that which is varying and so when you see the varying and then the and the constant being constant and then you know in the presence of that which is uh, the invariable the variable is there and when the invariable goes the variable also goes so therefore the invariable is the cause of that which is variable this is anvaya vyatireka so through that it was pointed out that in the uh, in murcha and sushupti sleep fainting and syncope you know coma also you can take in coma etc uh, what is not there there is no mental activity and then there is therefore what there is no sorrow and to that you my dear sir you also added one more state what is that state samadhi yeti that's what is our goal so at, actually that's not the goal of patanjali sutra but that's what this fellow thinks most of the many of the people the mistake to think that the samadhi is the ultimate goal samadhi is a preparation for knowledge samadhi means what sit in you know and train the mind so that it is not affected by and constantly responding to the external world you train the mind to just get into a causal form like even in the sleep oh samadhi is like sleep yeah so what's the difference <laughs> in sleep you snore in samadhi you don't that's the only difference ha huh. in samadhi you know the mind is awake there is you are not uh, you know you are aware but that awareness is very you know it's a it's almost a uh, non existent you know that that awareness of oneself and everything is just in a very causal form where the subject which is oneself and the object which is the mantra or something become one and then there is the, the world there is as actually a cessation of the outside world and this the mind can be trained to do that so my dear sir what's your problem you know you just said yourself that in samadhi 
there is no mental duality therefore in samadhi there is an absence of bondage sorrow fear etc so then what what should we do we should all be going into samadhi <laughs> we should all be training our mind and you know doing vipassana watching the mind watching the mind etc we should be going into samadhi you know and then what tat nirodhena tat means this manasam dvaitam manasa dvaitasya nirodhena so this uh, you know so because of the stopping of this manasa dvaitam shamyati shamyati means bandha shamyati so the duality would be made to disappear by disciplining the mind so then therefore what should you do you should all come to me you know i'm just starting a few classes <laughs> on you know samadhi 101 i'm not okay the yogi is yeah this is this is the yogi talking so the yogi is starting a class an online class on how uh, samadhi without tears how to get into samadhi effortlessly the yogi is going how to get into samadhi and stay awake all these are going to be these are the topics that are going to be discussed in the brand new yogi's class and what is the yogi's class how to get into samadhi quickly effortlessly so here is my card here is the link how to get on online and then you know and for you because you are also you know part of us i will not charge you any fees of showing you how to go into samadhi usually there is a charge but i am not going to charge you because you know i want a convert like you because if somebody so exalted like you who is writing all these wonderful treatises like panchadashi can be made to convert into seeing that everything is just a matter of the mind and then if the mind is disciplined no more samsara samsara shamanam samsara nirasanam the removal of samsara is through disciplining the mind why because you yourself said that the pro- mental projection causes sorrow when there is no mental projection there is no bondage no samsara no sorrow therefore come one come uh, all to what the samadhi ball so we will have a good time and then there will no be no samsara ever so therefore what abhyasa abhya abhya abhyaset abhyaset means sit and practice what should i practice yogam eva atah atah therefore uh, you know abhyaset uh, you know abhyaset it should be abhyaset i think let me just check in another uh, thing band yeah that that a is wrong it should be abhyaset abhyaset yogam eva atah brahma jnanena kim vada that's how it should be you know grammatically there was a mistake there typo so abhyaset abhyaset means may one practice may you practice what should i practice yoga meva only yoga the evakara is to show that onlyness so may you practice only yoga why because that's what matters you know because what are you what what do you want you don't want there to be a mental world you yourself said the mental world is the Yeah, is the cause of bondage so remove the mental world and therefore what no problem at all this is his objection 
therefore ataha abhyaset yogameva yogameva abhyaset so all you need is yoga alone the practice of yoga you know we have what asana pranayama dharana dhyana and then finally what samadhi and then you go step by step ashtanga yoga eight eight limbed yoga Brahmajnanena kim vada. Therefore, tell me what is the use of knowing Brahman? Brahman knowledge. By Brahman knowledge, what are you going to do? What are you going to gain? Nothing. You need to train the mind. You don't need to gain Brahman because the problem is with the mind. You yourself said, and therefore, you need this. You need to come to my online class. You need to convert to yoga. And then after that, I will interview you and put a little blurb for our PR purposes. That is his hidden agenda. <laughs> Let us look at the response. Um, like I said yesterday, you know, we will have a little extra long class. Just 10 minutes more I will take because uh, we had, there was some uh, interruption yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Tatkalika Dvaita Shantau. Tatkalika Dvaita Shantavapi Apyagami Janikshayaha. Meter is a little funny because of the words. Tatkalika Dvaita Shantav Apyagami Janikshayaha. Brahmajnanam Vinanasyad Iti Vedanta Dindimaha. Brahmajnanam vinanasyat iti vedanta dindimaha. So, the answer, the response gives, uh, you know, uh, uh, attacks this questioner and the question uh, from various uh, angles. And what are these angles? First is the question, a very relevant question, how long are you going to sit in samadhi? You cannot be in Samadhi forever, correct? So you can only do Tatkalika Dvaita Shanti. So in Samadhi only a temporary cessation of uh, um, Manasam Dvaitam of the mental duality, the mental projections is possible. Temporary cessation is possible. No, no, I can sit in Samadhi for long time. But you also still have to go to the bathroom, correct? <laughs> no, I have trained myself to go only twice a day, but still twice a day you have to go. No, but then, uh, you know, but then you have to get up to go drink water. Otherwise, you would be dehydrated. So, the body needs food. No, I eat very little, but even that very little, you have to come out of samadhi to eat. Nobody can eat in samadhi. And plus, out of a sense of civic duty, you have to bathe, correct? Yeah, you may not want to have a bath, but uh, so for the sake of uh, the <laughs> external world of people, you need to bathe. Otherwise, nobody can coexist with you. So, for even uh, sake of, you know, what is that? You know, asanam, uh, for food, shaucham, cleanliness, etc., san sanitary reasons, and for food, you still have to, uh, you still have to get up. And even for sitting for so, even if you may have trained yourself to sit for long periods of time, still the legs will become stiff, the back will start to hurt, you have to get up, change position, walk, all these things you have to do. How long can you be in Samadhi? 
you can't you know negate the world by like uh, gandhari you know gandhari was the wife of dhritarashtra and dhritarashtra was the king who was blind you know in the mahabharata and gandhari stupid lady instead of being the eyes and uh, you know for dhritarashtra she says i don't want to look at the world if you are also not able to see oh my my dear habbi and she ties a piece of cloth on her eyes for the whole life what a useless thing really so this is just like being you know this is like having the gandhari syndrome that by being in samadhi i'm going to just pretend that the world doesn't exist you cannot pretend how long are you going to pretend you know you can't pretend at all so therefore point now uh, number 1 this shanti is tatkalika tatkalika means temporary as long as you are in samadhi you are not bothered as soon as you get up to go to the bathroom you find that the teenager is in the bathroom <laughs> and what do you mean by the teenager is in the bathroom you know yad gatva nanivartante once they go in they never come out <laughs> this is what the, you know in 15th chapter bhagwan describes his uh, his abode yad gatva nanivartante dadhama paramamma so for the young adult also the bathroom happens to be a place where they where they go in but don't come out and so here you know you have come out of samadhi you think i'll have a short bathroom break and go back into samadhi and you find your teenage son or daughter you know not answering the door and you are banging at the door already frustration has set in even though you have been out of samadhi for less than 2 minutes so what is the use of this kind of a samadhi so point one of the objection is what this kind of a samadhi my dear sir is useless because it is tatkalika tatkalika means just instantaneous for a short time it's not it's not uh, you know it is not uh, forever it is not it is a shanti that is just for a little while and then besides what happened जीवन मुक्ति जीवन मुक्ति मीन्स वाइल लिविंग द पर्सन इज फ्री and the second one is what videha mukti when the body drops the person doesn't come back like a khota sikka khota sikka means like a bad coin which keeps coming back into circulation counterfeit coin <laughs> like this jiva who keeps coming back into circulation into the world so what happens after the body falls for the gnani there is no return you know many happy returns many sad returns is not there no return why natasya pranaha utkramanti there the prana doesn't rise why because there is no they, they have falsified karma prarabdha is gone when the body drops and what about sanchita sanchita means you know sanchita means the all the karmas in the account are falsified because the kartritvam the doership is falsified by what brahmajnanam that you are trying to negate 
because of brahma jnanam the person no longer sees themselves as karta bhokta so therefore agami karma and uh, you know and the re the cause for rebirth which is sanchita karma all these papa punyas are not there for the jnani because the jnani has falsified the root cause of papa punya which is kartritva buddhi do worship do worship is falsified and the done is falsified it's like the gyanis papa punya account is like a dead man's you know uh, bank account the bank account may be there but there is no owner <laughs> so all the papas gone all the punya gone no you know the person is uh, you know nirdhuta you know completely freed of papa punya so there is no ingredient there is no cause for jani jani means the rebirth so agami karma is not there sanchita karma is not there prarabdha has just finished that's why they have given up the body the body has dropped and therefore that is what is called videha mukti even after the body falls they are free now with your samadhi there is no there the person will still come back you know the baby will be born because of the previous samskaras in a meditative pose <laughs> eyes tightly shut and then the hands in chin mudra <laughs> perhaps but for born you will be for sure because you know brahma gyanena vinanasyat without brahma gyanam it is not possible what agami janikshayah so the kshaya the the uh, you know the dropping the elimination of agami jani means the future jani birth agami that birth which is yet to come the future birth the next birth cannot be avoided because of samadhi your samadhi may be good for tatkalika shanti for having a little respite from anger you do a little pranayama you sit in meditation you feel good great first of all it's tatkalika because you can't practice it all the time you cannot deny the outside world secondly because of this because it is tatkalika it cannot really get rid of what you know kartritva buddhi samadhi is a practice and that i am not a karta is a cognitive understanding the practice does not lead to the cognitive understanding because action cannot lead to knowledge the two are like oil and water how can action lead to knowledge action cannot lead to knowledge you know action is action action gives you know uh, products in time action produces results in time in space whereas the knowledge of brahman is that which knocks off space and time completely you know it is it is a knowledge that is not a product it is uncreated nay it is you it's a mistake centered on you that is removed cognitively you know if there is a dirt you know or stuck to the hand you need some soap to remove it but if there is a wrong if the dirt of wrong understanding in the form of ragadvesha etc have settled causing an eclipse you know in your vision your vision is cataracted that disturbance is removed by not by washing the hands or by trying to clean off the eyes but by you know seeing that this dirt so to speak is mithya 
it's a wrong superimposition upon the vision that it is not a real cataract it's an as though cataract which the guru removes jnananjana shalakaya ajnana timirandhasya jnananjana shalakaya chakshuhu unmilitam yena tasmai shri murave namaha namaskaras unto that guru who removes as though the cataract of ignorance with the scalpel of knowledge the cataract is as though the scalpel is also as though because you are already free if the bandha is notional then the freedom is also notional because one is already free and this has to be told it's not a question of producing moksha because moksha is already your swarupa it's not a product and you know and uh, this uh, this is something you know and he concludes this in verse 40 we'll just read it today and then we'll look at it in detail tomorrow anavritte pisha srishte dvaite tasya mrishatmatam anavritte pisha srishte dvaite tasya mrishatmatam buddha brahma dvayam bodhum shakyam vastvaikya vadinah बुद्धा ब्रह्मद्वयं बोधुं शक्यं वस्त्वैक्यवादिनः ओम पूर्णमदः पूर्णमिदं पूर्णात् पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यते ओम शान्तिशान्तिशान्तिः हरिः ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरिः ओ